0: You you had been neglected half of your life.
1: What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> about <laughs> teachers that put themselves in the center of the stage. Yeah. You have been neglected Half of your life. You created a body to show off mm. with, I don't know, with flexibility, with muscles, whatever. And you want to compensate somehow all the luck that you felt or your life. So you say, you know what? Now is my time. Admire me because I had all these years that I wasn't admired enough. Mm. That, people think when they achieve that, okay, now this is going to get compensated and mm. things are going to get even. But in, in this cycle of things going on, never gets compensated. You get things in motion, but they are going to come and bite you in the ass in the next five minutes mm. because those muscles are going to sag because you're going to get fat as your mother did and, or something is going to happen to your health so if your worth is in what you show in your body, you're not going to. It's not going to last.
1: No, I think uh, because I've been an artist and a dancer, mm-hmm. and obviously doing, yeah, sexy moves. Yeah, <laughs> sexy moves. I never linked my self worth to that. And I I don't know why I had this ability. Maybe it's my upbringing or something, but I've just been so blessed that I wasn't...
0: You never believed that what you are putting were putting on stage was more than a character?
1: No, and I, I didn't put my worth in that. If people give me compliments or if people are like, oh, you were so good. I have never been very... Before I thought it was a bad thing that I never really took compliments in. Mm. Like... Um, But it never really, I really didn't care. You didn't
0: feed from that? because No,
1: if people say, oh, you look good or you are the best dancer in Norway. And I was like, please don't say that. Some part of me didn't get fed by that. I'm not saying that my ego didn't get fed by other things. But when it comes to that, that particular thing. And I think it's so, I've I've been so blessed that I wasn't fed by that. Because it made me so much easier, you know, to gain 40 kilos and going through the birth and my, because my body wasn't linked up to my self-worth. And I think why I was so strong in that is because I had a very, very strong, deep spiritual practice from a very early age. So my value was and grounded in something else.
0: I I think you're right. Comparing that to my history, I think that another thing that is important is that you had been taught to love yourself mm. from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, and now when I get to know people in a more personal way, I understand that's not how it is. I heard my parents argue once. Yeah, My whole life, I heard them argue once. And how is that possible? Now when I read biographies or I hear people's stories of parents fighting all the time and I'm like, fighting? When did I ever hear my parents fight? Once. And that's... Uh, that's back in the 80s when it was the financial crisis. Mm. So the interest on the mortgages and stuff went up to 15%. Wow. That's the only time I hear my parents fight and it was about money and bills. And I don't know, I was like, I was 11, 12. And that's when I decided to, when I grow up, I'm going to make enough money to be happy and not have to have, you know, this any kind ar- of arguments. Yeah, or this kind of concern about money. That's when I made this vow of making money. And yeah.
0: You, you talk about how I I didn't feed on uh, on the students, but more on the process of their enlightenment to be witnessing what they are discovering. For me, it was uh, I got into yoga because it transformed my mind. I never thought of it mm-hmm. as a way to exhibit myself,
1: mm.
0: even when I started teaching. I was trying not to make a contact with the students because it was like, No this is uh, they are going to judge me or mm. uh, i I don't want to be disrespectful for what they are doing in their maths or for me, it's very strange when I see people going into yoga to be admired it's it's like like why this is l-
1: But that's why I try to dig deeper and deeper into this because it's such a fine line because when you're a teacher, whether it's dancing, yoga, or any kind of something, Mm. you're supposed to be there and showing or show off in a way. You're supposed to be there telling other people what to do because you obviously have a skill and you should learn Mm -hmm. how to do that. and. And then you can call it, I want to inspire others. Um, it takes a certain part of you that will be out there. Yeah. And that's why I just dig deep into, uh, is there any...
0: The greatest teacher needs to be invisible. Yeah. The greatest teacher needs to be invisible in the room. So this is when when I went to my teacher training in 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 the ashram, it was like, okay... Why can't you demonstrate to other teachers to other students? Because you are, uh, you need to guide them just with verbal cues is very difficult. It would be much easier to go on demonstration. And my my great swami, she said, you you need to be invisible. You need to guide them into their inner process. You don't need to put yourself in a way or place where you are guiding them from the example of showing. They need to go through the process of understanding and taking that as a lead. Mm. The thing is that in the most parts of the Western world, if you don't have a visual reference, you don't exist for the students. It's like, okay, I'm lost. And even, (laughs) I am not teaching in my native language and I am teaching people... In a language that is not their native language either, so for them it's like a, it's, it's like a super challenge. It's like, okay, are we understanding? Mm-hmm. I learned some words in 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 Norwegian because they didn't make sense in English. Okay, I was like, okay, the inner side of the elbow. It was like uh, some people looking at me around the, around the room, like, oh, what is he saying? And it was like "albu <laughs> kroken," and they say, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah, the you. inner
1: side <laughs> of the elbow." Uh, yeah, it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Some things get lost in translation and demonstration for me is useful. Mm. But even when I demonstrate, I can't do things in a perfect way. I Mm. I do things in the way that my body allows me to. And lately that changed. Mm. So there are things I can't do. Mm. So uh, I need to cue more and demonstrate less. And what she said, she was seventy-two years old when she told me this. Mm-hmm. What she said made a lot of sense to me. It was like, okay. I, I need to be able to retreat from the center of the stage to give the spotlight to the student. Mm. Actually, that I don't know why people don't do that because that this is one of the things that made me the happiest.
1: This is why I think it's hard to talk about because you have to be unselfish, but at the same time you. It's like talking about money. You shouldn't make money if you're spiritual. It's like you shouldn't be uh, in front of the group if you are uh, enlightened. But it's a balance here. And I think the balance is the intention behind what you do and the worthiness that you link up to being in front. This is, I think, what I try to go go into. your,
0: Your interests can't go in front of the interests of the herd.
1: Yes. I mean, if you're a parent and or you have an animal mm. or pet, yeah, uh, you can sacrifice yourself for your child. Yes. That is almost like, I'd rather die than my child.
0: Yeah, but you're not doing that for your child only. You're doing that for the greater good, because it would be a horrible pain for you to bear if something happened to
1: him. Yeah, if you feel like you can... Sacrifice yourself for the greater good, yeah. not only for your child, but for anyone out there mm-hmm. and you feel okay with that. That is, uh, that is what I try to formulate here. I think that is some of the highest benefits of tantric practice, that you can come to a level where you just, yeah.
0: You, you just thrive because you see the other person thriving. That is a way also to want That's, the greater good because you are...
1: Because you know when that when your herd is thriving, you are... You are pulled up good. by mm. it. And because you are all one, you know that it benefits you too. Yeah. But to come to that place where you can unselfishly... I mean, I feel like it's just a few people in the world today that we can look at and really see that like Mother Teresa mm. or the Dalai Lama and I feel I want to shorten that gap so we don't think that it's just possible for people that are Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa I feel like we can start today with shifting a small piece of the way we're thinking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think financial gain is uh, also good We'd start with like we can have an episode on that but
0: it's, a, it's an exchange of energy in the end. Yes,
1: So I think if you want to become successful or you want to make money or you want to do a lot of things that involves you to work hard, it will not help to think that you need to focus just on yourself. No. So what I try to say in my very stumbling way is I feel like, yeah, people tell me like everything you do is always successful. Mm-hmm. I have done things that are not successful too, but not many. It's not because I am so smart or I just take the right choices. But I feel like everything I do is successful because I it's not me doing something. I involve everyone and I do something that I think it's so fun and inspiring in the moment. So I can't fail.
0: Because other people get inspired by you offering this. I I feel it that hopefully this podcast journey is the same in people that hear this and they have the curiosity and the intention to stop just checking their account on their bills and thinking more on the long run on what they are leaving mm. in this earth for other people to mm. become better. Because that comes back. It's, it's like a boomerang. Every mm. time that you generously do something for the greater good, You are part of the greater good.
1: Yeah. So that is something we try to
0: (laughs) inspire people to go through. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank Thank you. you so much.